We're live. Jay? Where's my music? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the f- <laughs> Sorry, it's his first time doing this. I'm not playing the music today for the first time. DJ the world. Hey, Castro, go crazy. Hey, yeah. We, we gone, Trav. We gone, Chief. We gone, Hey, let's go, let's go. 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 Let
but I know, you know, the community, especially uh, a lot of people that I do know personally and Terrell himself um, knew him very well. Um, so we just want to say uh, rest in peace, Marco. Uh, I think we should give him, you know, a moment of silence, maybe give him a, uh, you know, quick 30 seconds. Um, but just because, you know, as a community, we are really close knit and, uh, and he, he definitely deserves that. So Facts. a quick moment Let's of silence that. for Marco. Yes, rest in peace, Marco. Rest in peace, Marco. Also, rest in peace to um, one of the legendary, legendary photographers of the hip hop game. Yeah, G Modu. Um, this guy, you know, I'm a feeler representative. This guy took one of the most infamous pictures with Tupac with the feelers. Yeah. So, you know, what I'm saying like that really hit home seeing that guy too. So, I mean. We're losing a lot of heroes right now. We're losing a lot of legendary people. And it's crazy that we're reaching that time in our lives where, you know, people are getting older than, you know, tragic things happening in the world at the same time. So everybody like tell why- and Paul Mooney, too. And Paul Mooney, too. I'm sorry. Paul Mooney, too. That's a fact. Yeah, that one. That one messed me up, man. Like I was I was definitely a big Paul Mooney fan. And then. Just seeing him and everything he's been through, you know he's seen some shit and and it was just it's just crazy, man. Like Paul Mooney dying is literally like li- like losing a, a legend in the in the game, like an acting legend, a, a sports legend is in the same respects because he truly was like top five dead or alive in the comedy game. Like it, it was insane. He spoke so, his truth. That's why he spoke his mm-hmm. truth. Like he didn't hold no punches, and I think that's why people like Dave Chappelle looked up to him because they kind of like had that similarity. With you know, especially with comedy now, it's so sensitive. But he was just one of those people that just spoke his truth and spoke how he felt. Yeah, that's that's definitely a fact. Especially the first time, the first time maybe the world saw him on the Dave Chappelle show because that was the most exposure that I think that really put him on the map for everybody around there. Yeah. He definitely was speaking his truth on that episode alone. You know, his segment about uh what, what white people think about black people or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely speaking his truth right there, shit, man. <laughs> so. And he That's did it fact. in a time where, and he did it in a time where, shit, you won't get a job. You'll get like, it's over for you if you get blackballed. Like you know anything? Hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah, hundred percent. So uh, rest in peace to Marco. Rest in peace to Chimodu. And rest in peace to Paul Mooney. Uh, you definitely will be missed in the eyes of many sneaker community, comedy community, and the photography community. Rest in peace. Oh, man. Rest in peace, Marco. Man. That one hit different yesterday. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, can we get into it? Can we get into it? Can we discuss? Yeah, for sure. Can we discuss the? Yeah, sure. yeah tell, you, infa- tell your story first. 
Oh, okay, we're going there. All right. Uh, T Mark doesn't even notice. One of my first weeks at Foot Locker, <laughs> I walked in the building, got my J's on, got my, got my rares on, doing my thing. I met my man Munch. He's got his J's on, he's got his rares on. Shout out to Munch. He's like, Yo, you know T Mark though? I'm like, Nah, who's that? <laughs> he's like, Oh, you don't know nobody then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't know nobody then. He put me on the T Buck. I asked Sneak. I said, Sneak, you know T Buck? Sneak is like, Yeah, that's my man. I'm like, Oh, okay, I got to meet this guy, T Mark. And longer behold, fast forward, then Clubhouse came. Then I really got to talk to him in Clubhouse. Lo and behold, then I'm following his journey. I'm, I'm figuring out what's going on. I'm putting the pieces to the puzzle together. I'm like, Oh, this guy's not playing. <laughs> this guy's for real. I'm all right. I'm all right. Not then I, I see someone like like they, he pulls out some of the sneakers from the arsenal. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I, I retire. <laughs> I'm just gonna retire. I'm just gonna retire and close my closet. It's over. So T Mark is in the building. That's my story about T Mark. T Mark is in the building. No, I appreciate that, man. That was, that was a. Uh interesting story i didn't even know that i didn't even know uh munch told you that That's yeah crazy. definitely definitely it's crazy so basically if you don't know t mark you don't know nobody you don't know nobody that's how it was <laughs> you know up like that people. you know a lot of people <laughs> 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 it was it was straight like that but can we get Yo, into you know it crazy though t t, t is is the is the living embodiment of the term it's not who you know it's who knows you that's a fact because yeah. because Terrell is one of the people that you don't even need to know him. A lot of people are gonna let you know that they know him as soon yeah, as you meet them. Like, yeah. oh, you know T Mark? Yeah, that's my guy. Oh, you know T? Yo, everybody. Yo, you, <laughs> it's lot, like a celebrity a sighting. They'd be like, yeah, I know T Mark. <laughs> a lot of people be like, I got so many stories where people be like, yeah, bro, you know, this person said they know. I'm like, who? I have no idea who it is. Like, not not to say like I believe it. I believe but it. But more so like I'll know somebody by face because you know now a lot of people don't even introduce them by their names. Like it'd be mm. the IG name. Like when people call me, oh, I'm such and such from IG, and I'm like, all right, but what's your real name? Like, <laughs> like in my mind, I don't say that. Like, yeah. I, I, like what's and then it's, it's, it's I, me. Like, I love Skittles sixty nine. You know, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so introduce yourself, like. You know, with your government, at least your nickname, not your Instagram name. Skittles. Skittles. For, Skittles. And what's crazy is for someone who's actually spent uh, time around uh, T-Mark, he actually is not an extra, super extroverted person either. So for so someone who keeps to, keeps to himself and like, just like, I'm not going to be the person, like, I'm not trying to be the star of the room. To actually still be the star of the room is crazy. So that just that just says a lot about you know the energy you bring and and even right now you in Dallas and you still you know doing us the solid of showing up. So we really appreciate that. Yeah, we were supposed to get it done what uh, two weeks ago. Like it was two Mother's weeks Day, ago, right? Yeah. It was Mother's yeah. Day, mm-hmm. yeah. Mother's Day, and then uh, last week I was in LA and quite uh, oh, some miscommunication, but now. We got it right this week. I told you for how did um yeah, how did LA go? LA was dope. Same same thing, go. bro. Like the love was was there, man. And we going back out there in August. But yeah, I was out there linked up with uh 
some people linked up with CJ. Uh, happy belated birthday to Biggie. Uh, CJ's son uh, linked up with him. How did, that, um, how did that connection happen between you and CJ? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you, yo. He, he was following me on Instagram, and I didn't even know. And he reached out like, yo, I need some hats, bro. It's mm -hmm. crazy. Like, he bought some hats first, and I'm like, damn, like, you know, that's something I would have just sent you. But then once I figured out he was following me, you know, I got his information, and, you know, we was just talking. Like, it just happened organically. It just happened. Nothing was forced. It wasn't him and my DMs begging for hats or me and his DMs, like, yo, bro, what's up? Like, let's do something. <laughs> it just happened. You know how that goes. Sneak, I already know. Yeah, like, that's what's I don't up, know man. how that go where somebody's in your DMs just trying to, you know, take from the fruit of y'all label, you know, like just take from y'all and not be a two-way thing. So it just happened. We just started building, building, building. He was telling me, like, he wants to start pushing his brand. And then, you know, a couple months later, he got a collab with Mitchell and Ness that just dropped on his pop's birthday. Uh, I was out there, went through my guy from Stance, Albie, he's the GOAT, um, my boy Dex from Mitchell and Ness. So it was pretty much like me going out there on some like business, hanging out, uh, building with people. And then I was supposed to do, a, I'm doing a pop-up in August at Mag Park. And my guy Mickey from Mag Park was like, yo, why, you, why we don't just do something while you out here? I was like, all right, fuck it, let's just do like a like a warm-up pregame type of thing and see what the energy is. And the energy was was crazy. Like people was lined up since like ten o'clock in the morning. Dope. We ain't really open until like four thirty five. So it was just like dope. So the West Coast definitely show love, man. That's what's That's up. What's I've up. been seeing the West Coast show a lot of love to the East Coast lately, when especially when it comes into the hat game. It's it's a great I mean, thing. You to know see. what it is though? Because, like, and I don't want to, you know, it's not like me shitting on any other city, but New York, we kind of pretty much made hats like a fashionable thing, not a sport or mm -hmm. city thing. Because two months ago, I mean, like two years ago, I mean, like all these cities was wearing either like black nasties or like hats where... It's from the stadium or lids. Like it wasn't, okay, yeah. You know, like hat hat club and a lot of these stores kind of like saved uh, a lot of these cities when it came to that because New York, we could go to any borough, probably besides like Staten Island, and find like a mom and pop. Yeah, yeah. That's not out there, right? No. Okay. They don't have that. They don't have that. And if it's stores that really do have like a new era account, they not they wasn't ordering, you know, gray bottoms. They yeah. you gotta you gotta cater to the demographic. Like mm -hmm. are people even people buying just hats to match their shoes or match their outfit or just classic hats? And then when you do go out there, all you see is like their city. Yeah. Like new York, bro, we got every single team. Like, because we're so diverse and they know it's a market for it. So, like, I think. To you, I was going to say, being from the Bronx, have you, did you ever hear of uh, Cap USA in Brooklyn? 
course. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Cap, course. Cap USA, for people that don't know, is um, located in Sunset Park, Brooklyn. Uh, yeah. Since I was a kid, yeah, since I was a kid, they had a, a wall of hats, like every team. And it's so all the crazy because Cap USA is like damn near everywhere. They got Harlem. Mm-hmm. They had a Cap USA. Um, uh, I want to say is Brooklyn, Harlem. I think it might have been one in the Bronx. So it's Cap. No, Cap Unlimited is in Brooklyn too. Um, there might have been one in the Bronx, if I'm not mistaken, but I know it's one on Hall, uh, in Harlem. Cap USA. What, so. I, what I will say is, growing up here, New York uh, culture, when it comes to sneakers and hats and just being able to supply the people, um, we. We definitely owe a lot and need to show a lot more love to the Habibi community because they've held us down forever when it comes yeah. to having hat stores, when it comes to having sneaker stores. Yeah. And all jokes aside, like you got to think about that. Um, you know, for me, a perfect example is when people talk about like the AAPI community and um, the Chinese community, community in specific, stop Asian hate, all this other stuff. It's so crazy to me because it's like, dog, like, how are you going to have Asian hate when they're one of the few that literally will always put money and resources into the community, like the hoods? Like, they're yeah. one of the few that come into the hood and say, I'm going to open a storefront. I'm going to supply the people. I'm going to be open 24 hours. I'm going to charge the low. I'm not going to try to beat people in the head. Like, I'm going to look out. Yeah. Like, you know and what I'm saying? They kind of help mold a lot of us like growing up 100% sneaker stores hat stores I used to go to Pegasus and you know he was one of the last people that really like when the black nasty wave came from like 2008 (laughs) on he was like one of the last people that was still selling grays and greens yeah I would travel from the Bronx all the way to 109th and 3rd Avenue to Harlem because he he had grays and greens. And there was some stores here and there, but he had everything. Like, he had everything. And they had crazy sneakers in there, too. Whereas, like, they had older shoes and stuff like that. So, yeah, like... So it's, it's so crazy to think about because you just... What you just said makes so much sense. Like, I remember when that happened that they switched all the on-fields to black and then it wasn't even so much the black that was the problem it was the material they had yeah they had that ass stick on the brand <laughs> yeah tell it to you like yeah this is waterproof now that's funny like you think we gonna just be chilling in the rain because is waterproof. <laughs> you think I'm worried about the drip? I am the drip. What are you talking yeah, about? <laughs> so this is more so like they used to, and I'm like, nah, man, this shit just don't look right. Like it didn't look right. Cause you gotta think, it went from grays to you like before you can even remember, right? Like greens was before grays, but we had grays growing up. Yeah. So, we out of like where we're like teenagers or like young adults at in 08, and you're going to say, Yo, here's black. Nah, we just was different. So we that, just working with it. That brings me to a question I've always wondered since we're here. Let's let's keep it going. Where did oh, wait, the where's, where's oh, he'll be he'll be right back. Where did the new colorways of the underbills come in when it started being different colors? 
I mean, I saw. I mean, I I don't remember the first time I saw it because it's it's to be honest, it's been around forever. It was just yeah. one off situations. It wasn't like I just think a lot of people had like tonal hats, like with a whole hat one color, like you know, it's like a fuchsia, fuchsia bottom. Mm-hmm. So that that option was always always available. I okay. think the people that made it cool and put a twist to it, like to like an OG color, mm-hmm. I gotta say, uh, Hat Club. I feel like Hat Club, like Justin and uh, the kid Prem and uh, Frosty Prem. I, I think he's the one that came up with the concept um, for the pink bottoms to honor his mom and stuff like that. So. Um, I think with them, they did the OG color like a Yankee, right? Navy, and mm-hmm. then they threw the pink bottom under. But I, like to uh, Snake's point, I think it's always been around, but I don't think anybody put that twist to it. And if they did, it might have been a one-off, just like how Snake said. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I saw. It's funny you asked that because it was it was going around. I think it was this week or this weekend. Um, the story behind how Frosty approached um just a uh, shout out to justin and hat club um noho um yeah he approached them and had the idea of doing a pink bottom uh for breast cancer for uh yeah. breast cancer awareness for his mom mm-hmm. so um it's out to frosty too for um being an early on supporter of uh save mankind too so i appreciate that from him um but yeah, so that's that's apparently how Pink Bottom started, and I would definitely say that that was like the introduction to everything, because because the Pink Bottom, I mean, it's crazy now. You could literally go to the smallest hat store in America, and they'll have at least one. Terrible, <laughs> not terrible. Like it's just you no, know, I get it's just like people's trying so hard to find the next best uh, big thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I don't want to say the store's name, but I seen a hat store that was very, 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 very respected. And you know, I got like when I was hunting down all these Yankee World Series hats, I got a few from them because they used to have like all these classic hats. And I remember early two thousands, I would go on the website because I wasn't going to that state or whatever. I don't want to say the state because I'm going to give it off, but they put a patch under the brim. Oh, no. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. They put a patch under the brim. and They tried I, to get real crazy. And it's like, come on, bro. Like, so the names they would have had like this. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I'm going to... Uh, uh, Oh yeah! Dog. Wow, that's crazy. Oh yeah, that's crazy. You <laughs> just doing anything at that point? <laughs> yeah, and it's just like people's just—that's some shit Nike would do. And I'm like, bro, come on. Maybe bro. they thought about the all-over patch, uh, NBA fit. It's never been on the bottom. Bro. It's never been. <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> shoot him some bail here. He said even it's been, never been on the bottom. <laughs> even if Stop it. Never been on the bottom, <laughs> like the way you would have to wear your hat for somebody to see that is like, is it even like this? It? Easy, easy money, right here. 
Yeah, Get like, him with the Dwayne Wayne. That, nah, that's definitely Spike yeah. Lee. <laughs> definitely, like, it's different. It's different. Yo, shout out to Spike. I love you, Spike, but you you've done think, so many fast right? murders. You got to think. A fitted broom is not that easy to go up like that. So, nah, hell no. Yo, can that even curve with the patch like that? I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> like, your photographer is going to have to take photos, like, laying on the floor, like, up, like, yeah. Yeah. That shit is bugged out. So yeah. far, so far. Far, uh, T, you know, we've, we've followed your journey for sure, for sure. Um, so far, what would you say has been the most surreal experience um, working, uh, you know, so close with the community? Because I've seen, like, you've worked with Benny. I mean, that's amazing. I've been a big fan of Benny from early, early. Um, yeah. So for you, what has been, like, the most surreal experience so far? Uh, the Benny, Benny was tough. That was, that was fire. Um... I probably would say the Stacks Hoba hat just because oh, yeah, yeah. if anybody knows me, like personally, personally, like he's one of my favorite rappers. Like I got family in Far Rockaway. I got, uh, I know I'm cool with his brother. I'm cool with Bino. Uh, I was able to meet Stack. My brother was cool. Uh, knew about Stack as well. Um, but I think. Everything me and my boy Ro from the crate was able to do to kind of like bring it to life. Like we was able to get in contact with people that Stack was close with, uh, Bino and Core2Gs, and we was able to do the uh, photo shoot in Far Rockaway. We was able to go to his building. We had his brother, uh, we had his brother uh, reenact one of the famous photos that he did on the double XL in the hallway in his building wearing a hat. So like, I just think like the creative part and being able to like connect with the people in far Rockaway. If anybody's not familiar, far Rockaway really doesn't have anything like they're in Queens. They consider themselves the six borough. Like they don't even consider themselves Queens because it's 30 minutes away from Queens and 30 minutes away from Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> it's like literally one way in, one way out. Like it's, it's just wild out there. They don't have a movie theater. Like <laughs> imagine growing up without having, you know, some type of movie theater, something, That's, you know, as a kid, right? And this is very, 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 very. Uh, and the block radius is beat, about though. 10 each way. That's, yeah. That's that's yeah, so. that's my that's my beach though. I lo- I like I, f- I fuck with Far Rock yeah, Beach. Yeah, yep. But it's like, you know, once you get into like the 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 the, the sixties and certain numbers, it's yeah, like, get a little oh, yeah, this is nothing like the beach. <laughs> no, this is nothing like the beach. Um, yeah, he's bringing yeah. me back. Five years of my life. But yeah, I, for me, it stops. It stops at the beach for me. I hit the beach and then I go and hit the bridge right back. Yeah. So like for me, like you know, being able to honor him for the whole month and you know, that was probably like the most uh, special moment for me doing the hats for, for a fact. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, dope. that's super dope. You know, rest in peace, Stack Bundles, for real. Yeah. Um, all right, boom. So we could talk to T for like five hours about his story. So <laughs> we get 
So all that, let's um, let's not forget some of our segments. So let's do um our pickups, courtesy of JTAP. Um, Jay, you want to kick us off? Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. I received a sneaker that I knew it was gonna be nice, but I'm happy. I don't care what nobody says. I'm happy with my purchase. So happy, I bought another pair right away. Oh wow. That's oh, right. Wow. That's right. The KOs. That's a good pair. The KOs. I'm not mad at them one bit. I, I, I tied them up. I'm ready. They might hit the streets today. I'm not sure. I got to see what my fit is looking like. But these Air Jordan 1 KOs are exactly what I was looking for. Listen, it's not always about the the the, 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 the regular Jordans that you guys are purchasing that you think is the hottest. No. Sometimes you could get a little you could get a little freaky with it. You could do a little different with it. The Air you know Jordan crazy, 1 KOs. Who's the bro for that? Mm-hmm. Yo, just pa- yeah, pass, that, pass that to T Mark. <laughs> got you, got you. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm honestly upset about that because I was in LA and forgot to reach out to one of my guys because like the time I'm so lost in the days and I, I really don't be following release dates and shit and I totally like nah I didn't forget about them I knew like I wanted them but I just forgot to hit my boy up and I was like, Fuck. they're not doing crazy numbers luckily they're not nah nah the people don't even know about them they don't care let them not care let them remember when uh what was it? couple years ago it was a few years ago um when the ko's when they was gonna redrop them then they had to like cancel the release or they had to like send them back because it was mold on them mm-hmm. was that the breads it might have been a bread case. yeah i think so it was, the it was one of the uh ko's that was supposed to drop that was like a few years ago and they kind of had to like ship all of them back because a lot of them had mold on them i was like damn man and then now they definitely got it right with the Chicago's. Those shits look really good. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I remember in um in 05, 06, I was working at Foot Locker. And um that's when my love for um Jordan Ones really like started going crazy. Um so when I heard about the KO and the story behind the sneaker and everything, yep. I was like super hyped to ever get a pair. They finally retroed, I wanna say maybe what, oh oh nine? Was the first first retro? Well, can you, think can so. you really quick tell us the story behind it? Which one? The uh, behind the, the KO. KO. Oh, the KO. Um, I'm not even sure the story myself. All I know is that that I don't know if it's, it was because it was used as a boxing shoe at one point. Because I heard something about hand. something about uh something about um bootleg something. It was like. The story and I think like what it means like does it stand for knockoff or yeah it's like supposed to be knockoff like Jordan one knockoff or something like that like that's mm. the original story for it and I think they just made it like a cheaper version of the Jordan one and didn't oh, give, you canvas. And gave you canvas and stuff like that it recently uh i want to say a couple months ago recently like the true story behind the ko and what it meant 
and the reason why they made it. So, yeah, because the original one surfaced in the in the early nineties, right? I think they have. The Do they have older? the OG eighties? It might be the eighties. I think they might have. Uh, I saw the I saw a picture of that that one from the eighties. Yeah, they might, yeah, might I think they have uh, like OG KOs back then. Yeah, I remember I I had bought when they first retroed, which was when Jordan ones were still mids and they didn't have highs yet. I yeah. had bought all of them. I bought the the all sale with the red swoosh. I had the oh, Chicago. Good good I had the, the 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 black toe pair. Yeah. Um, only ones I really didn't like. Only <clears throat> the only ones I didn't really like was the Royals. Royal ones. No, yeah, the yeah. blue was funny. Like it wasn't like it was so faded. And then the black wasn't like a jet black. It was like a faded black as well. That was like the only ones yeah. I feel like. It was like, ah. But like the Actually, reds, uh, black toes, the white and red pit was good. Yo, mad crazy that we're talking about this. T, I'm sure you remember. The first KO retro was the first Jordan that they that they purposely aged before it came out. And mm-hmm. when the retro came out and it came out aged, people were tight. People were mm-hmm. like, why are you selling a sneaker with a yellowed midsole and these markings on it? And they were the like, well, idea. because it's supposed to be. Yeah, they were like, well, it's supposed to be the KO, which is a vintage sneaker. So mm-hmm. we made it a vintage style. And I loved it. I was like, oh, this is so hard. Like, especially because they had an all sale pair. So the canvas was sale. And then they yellowed out the midsole. And it had mm-hmm. like dark brown markings all over the midsole. So the KO, the KO definitely has a place in history. I don't understand where the KO's land they're be coming from. And you know what's crazy? It's like if you look at people's Instagram, people's buying brand new sneakers and yeah, aging them, doing them. the same exactly. <laughs> you know, Nigel, yep. his whole shoe came pretty much aged, gotcha. and it's yes. like the KO definitely introduced that. Yo, sneak. What's your pickup? <laughs> oh, my pickup. All right, all right, boom. Uh, I kind of spoke about it last time on the pod. I didn't really want to get into it because um, it's a very different pickup. Do I need um, music for this? <laughs> Word. <laughs> uh, the, the intro music. The intro music should give you an idea of what we're about to talk about. Okay. So, straightening. Um, straightening. <clears throat> so just uh, I'll, I'll show you guys just the box. The box alone is, is insane. Mm. Okay. Okay. So uh, I'm a pretty, uh, I wouldn't say big, but I'm definitely into the designer sneaker stuff. Um, growing up, I remember in Brooklyn, Pradas were like Jordans. So, <laughs> you a pair of so if you didn't have a pair of Pradas, you wasn't shit. So I've always really had an affinity for, for designer sneakers. I don't like to spend too much on them because... If you are a collector, you know that they hold absolutely no value at all. In a couple of years, you'll be lucky if you get 20% of what you spent. But for the moment, they fun, they cool to have. And Lanvin currently makes, to, in my opinion, the dopest designer sneaker at the moment. Um, for those that don't know, this is called the Lanvin Curb, the sneaker. Um, this one's pretty fire. No tap. But yeah, flip top, flip top. No, I said no tap. No tap. Put the tap that box, man. (laughs) (laughs) Put some respect on that man's name, man. Tap, tap, tap. 
<laughs> Facts. So you get so you get this gallery department Lanvin card, right? Um, spe- specially designed for gallery department Lanvin product been made has been made with various artist artisanal techniques that give to each piece its own special character. Avoid contact with product care products and natural elements such as water, humidity, heat, or exposure to sunlight. Shit. So yeah, you get this dust bag. That's a sneaker you only wear at the museum. Yeah. You gotta put them in your bag. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy though. So uh Lambin is a, a fashion house, French fashion house. Um believe the I believe the the person who founded it is a female. Um so shout out to her. Um uh, but what's even doper about this is um it's a collab with gallery department. Uh I always talk about how I've been on gallery department since like 2018. Uh this t-shirt actually was before they even started selling t-shirts. Um, I had reached out to them on Instagram and just ordered it as a one-off. Um, but yeah, so it's dope to see how far they've come. Um, and even more important, Gallery Department is a Black-owned brand. Uh, so buy Black, support Black. But yeah, so this is the Gallery Department Lanvin Curb. Uh, I want to say there's less than a thousand of these in the world and less than 50 of each size in the world. Mm-hmm. So this right here is a size 42 which is a size nine yeah this is a size 42 which is a size nine so pretty so dope you, you and offset me offset i seen shy with him now there's a, there's a couple of us there's a couple of us there's a couple of us we're a unique, <laughs> we're a unique group you know we got a group we got a group chat we got a group chat you know like we it looks like to me it looks like a little bit like the asap uh, under armor a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Right, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. It has. It definitely gives you the Osiris vibes. Um, the D three sneaker. Um, oh, that's funny because that I actually. Yeah, I wanted the ASAP uh collab with Under Armour, but what mm-hmm. I didn't like about that shoe was that it's the exact same shoe. Like they didn't change anything. It literally was the Osiris sneaker just with ASAP Rocky's branding on it. Uh, uh, Lambin. With Lambin, they actually did change a lot of the style aspects of the shoe. Yeah. Um, what I like, what I like specifically is the upper is really bulky, which um, if you wear like a lot of track pants or a lot of flared leg jeans or just boot cut jeans, the jeans sits really nice on the sneaker because it okay. has enough uh, of an upper where it's not gonna fall over the over the whole shoe. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's personally what I like the most about them. Um, I, I wanted the OG pair, which is this pair right here. It's like a white with a um, aged midsole. Um, and then I heard that they were doing it as a collab, so that made it even better. Um, but yeah. So and for the for the listeners listening, because I I know they're gonna want to know, how much would a shoe like that run them? <laughs> I, I know they're gonna want to know. This shoe, this rich shoe people. <laughs> nah, huh? not even bro. Re- resale on a lot of dunks is is somewhere near. Just say the, the number, man. Say now. the number, man. As twelve hundred. Woo! That boy. That's Woo! not bad. That's not what for, six that's pairs of Jordan ones. That's not terrible. Six pairs of Jordan ones. That's I, one. T- I, that's I, one I, team. I, 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 I say like that. 
<laughs> six pairs of Jordan ones. What that's, you one, that's one T Marquette. That's what <laughs> one T Marquette. <laughs> as long as as long as you supporting uh black creatives, black and brown creatives, and buying black and brown, I'm okay with it. Spend right. it. Is that hard, is that shoe hard to put on? Looks like but um a little bit, not really. Once it's on though, it's, it's super cozy. Okay. So, once it's on though, it's definitely cozy. All right, T Mark, just just decapitate our heads off. Pause. Just I gotta do a bump. Oh, okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Texas. Yo, this nigga. <laughs> we in Texas. <laughs> we in Texas. Oh, the pimp. pimp. Oh, I be paying attention. Oh, oh goodness. Oh, oh, it's go. the tap. It's the tap. As B, as B tap too. It's not a rainbow box. What is it? Such an ignorant purchase. Oh, goodness oh I know what it is. I know oh no! Is. Oh no! I know what it is. I know what it is. <laughs> Such an uh, ignorant. Oh. That's not. Don't, that's don't a, even clap it up for me, man. <laughs> 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 I mean, listen. I got it for way. Uh, I got it for way less than what it's going for. Okay. Kind of like good. recognize me from Instagram, so you know. Yo, that works out there. I need sometimes, to try that one day. Sometimes, sometimes it works. All right. Sometimes it doesn't. So okay, you you have um. Pay money. <laughs> okay, like, and I respect it. What? What what color you got in the crib now? Because I saw I know you have at least one, right? The brown pair. That was my favorite pair. The brown. Brown. Oh. I, I think right. because it's just like it was different. You know, the Royal Blue is kind of like Kentucky's. I got the Kentucky's. The black and white is like that black and white pair that came out. Yeah, that's true. Green is like extremely loud. I think you could get like a vacation photo and then probably another <laughs> photo back home and it's pretty much over. Mm-hmm. Sneak, yeah, you can pull it off a lot because you wear loud colors too. A lot of color, yeah. Yeah, yep. So like, you can get that off all the time. I think my style is see, like but that's that's gonna age well. That I mean, which one? See, that's the difference. See, that's the difference. This sneaker, right? I paid twelve hundred. Yeah. And this sneaker, in in a year, I'll probably be able to get like six hundred dollars for it. That yeah. sneaker goes to twelve hundred now, and in a year it might be twenty four hundred. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's, yeah, that's. Yeah. But yeah, that was my pickup. Um, I just show what I brought that's out. That's a great Let's uh, switch it up. Oh, okay. Sheesh. That's what, I saw that yesterday. What you wore yesterday. Yeah. What is yesterday? Yo, that yeah. pair is so underrated, bro. And then today, I'm gonna just keep it calm today. Mm, cream laces. Cream. Yeah. Is that the cream? Pause. No, is, oh, that's white. Oh, okay. Oh, I love <laughs> I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was. The cream. Yeah. Those. Um, no, that that sneaker still is like six, seven hundred right now. Insane, yo. What, that's But you know what? For a, lot of, a lot for what I was told, a lot of those didn't really come out like that. Oh, word. It wasn't. Yeah, like stores like Kiff and Concepts and like. Other stores that got them, they didn't get a lot of pairs, like literally, because mm-hmm. they both dropped at the same day. And I think that was kind of like after that was after um that was after the Viotech. That was after yeah, the plum. That was after the plum. plum. Yeah. 
And then I was kind of like the first. That was the, that, that was, was the last sneaker for uh, college, pretty much. Like, yeah, know, that was the first. Mm-hmm. Those were the first two. So a lot of stores probably didn't order a lot of pairs because they was like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, and that was the first sneaker uh, release that well, the last sneaker release before COVID shut down. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Then oh. I think the last SB was the Travis. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, it might have been no. Strange Love was before Travis, right? I think so. Yeah, because I remember like that was like the last shoe I went to pick up. Like yeah, you watched yeah. the Travis, and then I think after that it was kind of Rap City. It was All Star Weekend, but no SBs dropped. And yeah, it was over after that. Yeah. Speak. Sp- speaking of vacation, it's funny you say that. <laughs> Wait, we need Travis to pick up. Oh no, nah, man! I, I disappointed y'all this week. Yeah. Um, next week I got you. I checked my shop app. You it's sure? Literally, no, sure. it was the adult thing. <laughs> you sure for that? I think we might have to clap it up for him. <laughs> <laughs> it was the adult thing. I checked sure? my shop that's app. The, I, I got like four things coming next week, so I'll do better next. You week. sure? That's so for the. That's so for don't look familiar. That's I don't remember. Oh, that was last that week. That's yeah. that's. You can tap the sofa. <laughs> sofa, sofa Hell yeah, tap the sofa. <laughs> Listen, if you if if you pay bills, you know that those those are the purchases that truly hurt. <laughs> oh, that shit hurts. Fuck a pair of sneakers. That shit. <laughs> that shit still hurts right now. Don't remind me. Oh yeah, you yeah you, you go to the laughter store. You're like what? And I can't wear these. It's funny. We'll we'll just we'll justify a sneaker purchase, and then we'll be looking at a a couch like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) Damn, a couch, mattress, a a fucking frame for your bed, everything. It's like I don't know, man. (laughs) And then when sun, I never seen. You need the, the 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 nightstands with the bed. Um, no, 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 no. We just need the bed. We good. We good. We good. <laughs> we'll the put lamp, the, the lamp could go on the floor. Go on the floor, fuck. <laughs> oh man. Speaking of vacation, one of our members, Tone, forgot to mm. talk about Tone in the beginning, is not here because he is on vacation. And well, well, what's up? Well, what's up? well, you know what we didn't know is how he got on vacation. Um, Tone couldn't be here right now, but he sent us a video. Okay, I'll play it for y'all. I heard he's um, on a. I heard he's on a water slide. Let me. Let me. Let me. Bring uh, this I up thought here. you were gonna say a world. A world tour. Oh, hey fellas, <laughs> how's it going? So sorry, I couldn't be there today. See, my life has changed. <sighs> Since my, that went viral, Kanye actually did hit my line and uh, flew me out to one of his islands. My family too. We out here, so uh, thanks Complex, thanks uh, Ball Alert. Was it? I don't know. It was so many, but uh, see y'all niggas next week. Don't hold my line. Thanks. Yo, this nigga's an idiot. Oh my god, he said Kanye flew me to one of his islands. (laughs) He said, Don't hit my line. Oh my god, (laughs) yeah, 
So he said he sent me a video explaining what happened, but I'm having issues getting it up here. So I apologize, Tone. But we could basically say that Tone sent us a video in the group chat of him busting his ass at the pool. Yeah. And but <laughs> well, however he bust his ass, his Yeezy slide went up his leg and got stuck. And his wife recorded it. And <laughs> personally, for me, what made the video hilarious is her laughing so hard while he's trying to get it off. Please, please and play then, it. Please play it. Yeah, let me play it. I need to watch it. I need to watch it one more time. Yeah, Sound off. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yo, yeah, he really couldn't get the shoe off, though. Yo, why did they get it off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that and my man and my man crazy. my man kept his mask kept his mask on because he's he's trying to be safe out here. But um our good friend Sneak saw Tony's pain and was like, How can I monopolize off this? <laughs> so he sent it to every blog that he knew. <laughs> and I think Nice Kicks was the first one to pick it up, and then yeah. after that it just went out of control. Yeah, I'm shout out, shout out to Nice Kicks. That looks like it has no chance of getting off his ankle, <laughs> like at all. Like God's cutting it. I don't know how he did it. Yeah, we got him. I don't know funny, how man. he did it. That's crazy. The the comments is what made it funny. Oh, look at this! These new Yeezy shin guards look wild. The shin guards, <laughs> Ye- Yeezy ankle bracelet. <laughs> Butter, butter those feet up, young man. Oh, <laughs> shout, yeah. shout out to shout out to Nice Kicks for for picking it up. Complex, I don't know who at Complex don't fuck with me, but it's okay. We'll we'll get over it. Oh, they didn't tag you. Nah, nah. And then I I sent it to Nice Kicks and Complex first, and Nice Kicks was the first one to uh, reach back and be like, "Yep, we definitely posting this." So, shout out to them. Did they um, post? They posted it, right or no? Yeah, yeah, nice, nice kicks was actually the first one to post it. Um, oh, but listen, oh, if no. you no, no, complex posted it after network posted it. Uh, shout out to the network app. Um, what's crazy but, is this yeah, shit has so over if, a million views on baller alert. Facts, facts. So if you, <laughs> if you have, um, if you have a situation, uh, where you are in pain due to a sneaker and or slide. Uh, reach out to Sneak Talent Management Company, um, <laughs> and we will make your dreams come true um, and get you out here. So uh, you could check me out at uh, please save mankind at gmail.com, <laughs> and we will work out the specifics for you. That's you know, crazy. So literally, that slide, once you put it, wet it, pause, with water, it becomes a slide. Like you slide straight through that motherfucker. Yo, that's literally never happened to me ever. I mean, they don't they don't promote them as water slides, so I don't. <laughs> they don't. I thought they I did. Don't. I don't know. Listen, man. Really know Listen, man. All I all I know is it would never happen. <laughs> <laughs> it would never happen. What's it would that? never. What happen. you got in your head? What you got in your head? It would it would never happen with the Nike with the Nike mock. It would never happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh, yo, I can't believe that happened. That's so funny, yo. 
Yo, Tone yeah. is the fool. And the, the person to happen to being told is the most funniest part of it all. <laughs> um, in news, can we get into the news? No, actually, no, fuck that. I don't want to talk about news. We got T-Mark here. We talked about hats. T-Mark, you got all the sneakers in the world. Tell me how this happened, sir. Like, when did this start? Like, where, where did this come from? I saw, I saw you. Oh, my God. Talk to me about the sneakers, man. Talk to me about the sneakers. When did you start collecting sneakers? Uh, I want to go even before that. Okay, um, let's do that. I want to go just as a kid. My oldest brother was into Jordans. Okay. And uh, my older brother, the middle brother, he was into, like, Nike basketball stuff, like phone posits and flight posits and, you know, just, like, that aspect of it. So I was able to, you know, kind of see both as a kid where, you know, my brother was like an old, my oldest brother was like an old Jordan fan and crazy Jordan collection young. Like I'm talking about, I remember him having OG uh, UNC nines, like powder blue nines. Oh, wow. Olive nines. And, you know, my mom, Basically, by default, I was into sneakers because my oldest, both of my brothers was into sneakers. So she would buy them, but she would buy me. Right. So to mm-hmm. so fast forward, um, pretty much like when I started collecting sneakers is when I started realizing I had to start buying my own shoes. Okay. And pretty much I was trying to separate the two like when you start spending money on shoes like you can't just go outside or go hoop and everything so I was trying to separate the two I, these are going to be my ball sneakers but these are the sneakers I'm aware I got you and yeah. once I started doing that you know basketball sneakers is going to last a lot longer than you know sneakers you're going to wear casually <clears throat> So, so pretty much um, when I started doing that, it went from a couple pairs to like, yo, like a crazy collection was happening. And that shit went from trades, <laughs> trading a boy, he got some shit that you want, and you got some shit he want, or you trade him a jacket or like something. Like, so I want to say, I want to say like my sophomore junior year of high school, like is when I got like serious on collecting shoes. Like I, I'm gonna hold these. Yeah, and you know your foot grows too. So with certain shoes I had in a ten and a half, and my foot grew to eleven. So that was stuff like even when uh, Stinks was saying too, like Pradas. Like I had a shitload of Pradas. Like not every single pair. Like I kind of stopped when they uh, the last pair of Pradas I had was the cranberry uh, two strap patent leather Pradas, and you know I started that might have been I want to say oh six I think I never stopped buying sneakers but I might have been like oh six and then I want to say oh seven. It's like I started going hard with sneakers. Like 
Oh, did you have the foresight like to not wear some, just keep them DS or yeah? Um, or you just wearing everything? I was wearing everything. Oh, okay. I was wearing everything, and that still applies to me today. Like, I feel like it's certain shoes. It's hard to DS. Mm-hmm. But like, once I wear it, I wear that shit to work. I, I mean, at that time, like it's been times I've seen Sneak pull up when we was working together with Red Octobers. And I, would <laughs> with, and I would do the same, you know, like it's because it's like, bro, like you dishing out any type of money, even if it's retail, mm-hmm. you know, if you have somewhat yeah. like of it, like why not wear it? So like I could tell you, um, I could tell you my my specific moment in life. Um, I had a really <clears throat> close friend when <clears throat> when I was young working at um when I was working at uh, Foot Locker in Brooklyn. Um, he would come by the store and we would talk about sneakers. Um, and he was just a, an amazing person. And um, the one shoe I remember specifically was the SB um, Year of the Pigs. Uh, not as being sorry, just the Nike Dunk High Year of the Pig. It was a yeah. pink uh, dunk, and it had the pig uh, face on the heel. He was, like, obsessed. He was like, yo, this is the dopest shoe ever. I bought three pairs. And literally about a year later, I had to hear, sadly, that he had passed away. Um, he was oh. in an ATV accident. Um, his ATV, um, you know, he was on ATV and passed away. But uh, when I heard about his service, um, his mother had his casket and next to his casket she had a table and on the table she had his sneaker collection for his friends and family to see because she knew that that's how much he loved that um and that's a beautiful thing and like that situation taught me that you know we 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 buy these things because we love them and then we just look at them and it's like why like you know god forbid we're not here tomorrow and there's a perfect uh another moment you know we just lost marco and that's another one, you know, where he had a, a beautiful collection and, you know, he actually enjoyed a lot of his collection, thankfully. But right. um, but that's just to show you, like, tomorrow's not promised. You know, you I know you love that sneaker and you don't want it to get messed up or you want to preserve mm-hmm. it for as long as possible. But not, tomorrow's not everything's not about resale. Clark, you know, well, Kent told me yeah, it was only rubber materials and yeah. glue, bro. That's it. Yeah, that's what that's what Clark more, said. There's nothing more to a sneaker. Like we look at sneakers and we want it to do some magic trick that we never seen before, but it's just <laughs> like people hold it as a trophy. Yo. But you know, like I like what Sneak just said, like I wear it because tomorrow isn't promised. Like I wear it because I enjoy putting the fit together and wearing some shit that I know a lot of people wouldn't wear. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. people look at, Oh, how much those go for? And you know, you can't really put a price like on life, you know, like there's no price on life. So this is the way I'm living life. And this is what I want to wear. And I don't care what the price is. I don't care if you think I'm bugging and that money, the money thing, you know, you can't take it with you. Same way you can't take sneakers or clothes or hats or whatever with you. So why not enjoy it while you're still here? No, that's yeah, a fact. I won't even lie. Like from young, I had a, a cadence where I literally will not I like I'll wear a pair of sneakers and I will not put them away until I clean them. 
So that's how I've been able to preserve my sneakers, like my collection for as long as I have. They will stay out the box and just be an eyesore and be in the way until I decide I'm going to clean them. Like I refuse to put them away dirty. And from young, I've always even cleaned the bottom of my sneakers. So I clean the outsole even before I put them away. Just because when I pull them out, I want them to be as fresh as possible to last another wear and another wear. So you clean a New York City bottom sneaker? <laughs> what about that Since that, young, that nasty young. gum that be sitting on the bottom that black from listen from when we used to have to buy the the black and white can with the yellow top from uh-huh. Foot Locker the, the yeah. 599 <laughs> from those days from which, when which you used product? to use the top of the can and the the teeth would break out which product are you using to clean that oh now yeah you know since and what's funny, it's like a full circle moment right now because, uh, you know, shout out to SneakerCon. Uh, T is currently with them um, providing his services. Um, but it was SneakerCon, I can't remember the year. I want to say like six years ago. I did a table for Save Mankind. And at the table, I asked somebody, I said, hey, my Red Octobers uh, could use some love. Like they're looking a little crusty. And they were like, sure, sure, come with me. And they walked me over to a table and I met a gentleman uh, by the name of Vic Almighty. And uh, Vic was like, yeah, what's up, man? You know, I do restorations. Uh, I really, I, I love this brand. I work closely with them. And lo and behold, it was Rejuvenator. Shout out to mm. Rejuvenator. So yeah, since that him. day, since that day, yeah. I've been using Rejuvenator products. And I, I, I fuck with them heavy. Yeah, Rejuvenators, they're, they're really, really good. Um not to bash any cleaners, but I remember using uh, one of my boys used Jason Mark for his Yeezy twos, and shit got ruined. So oh no! It dried up the suede, like the whatever product they had. It dried up the suede, so it looked crazy. And I stayed away from them. Uh, Rejuvenator reached out to me early on, man, and their their cleaners really, really good. Yeah. I heard is good too. I heard crep is good as well. Yeah, I recently oh, yeah. bought I recently bought yeah. Rejuvenator to clean up some shoes, and I was impressed. I used to use Jason Mark. I, n- I never had a bad experience, but I was really impressed with the Rejuvenator. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. Rejuvenator. I've always been scared to clean suede, like when it came to like Easy Twos or something like that. Dog, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, T Mark, if, I, if I clean the bottom, I'm definitely cleaning suede. <laughs> how many sneakers would you say are in your collection now? Oh boy, <laughs> I downsize a lot, man. I mean, downsize. I mean, so pretty much, it was so many impulsive buys, man, and it goes back to when I was working in Champs on Forty Second Street, and you know these brands and these companies, they it brainwashed to it. Especially if you like sneakers going into yes, it. It's like, oh, I could get these and I could get my discount on yeah. it. It's kind of like a lot of shit. Like if you had to go to a store, line up, pay retail, you probably would never even did it. But since it's right there and you have the access and you can get a discount on it and then don't let the 50 come around. Right. So. It was like a brainwashing thing, and then I left, right? I leave. I start working at uh, Finish Line and Macy's for a little bit, and they don't get the same thing. 
So I felt like the shackles was broken. Like I, <laughs> like I'm free. I don't have to buy so many impulsive and just releases. Like when I look back, like damn, why did I buy this? Mm-hmm. So that happens. I end up meet meeting a Nike Eakin, uh, and you know I reached out like, yo, you know, is Nike hiring? And he's like, yeah. I was waiting for you to ask. So, you know, I'm a person I like to build like a genuine relationship. I'm not going to come out the gate and be like, yo, what's up with Nike or what's up with whatever, you know, that relationship built, you know, invited him to hoop with me at Terminal 23. He uh, he invited me, you know, we kind of built a, a pole. So when I was there, you know, Nike, he got me straight in. Then that habit started kicking back because it was like, oh, now it's not 30, it's 40. 40. Swoosh <laughs> <laughs> account. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, and, you know, and it was so many fucking impulsive buys, bro. And, you know, when you, when I left there, uh, I left there, and then it's just kind of like, man, I got to, I got to get rid of some of this shit, man. I'd rather get, I'd rather trade five regular shoes and get one shoe that I really want. Uh-huh. And, you know, ever since then, like, I would do that. Like, if it's a shoe that I really, really want, like, yeah, I paid a decent uh, penny for the uh, SBs. Um, so, but when I get home, I already know I got, like, doubles and triples of shit that I got for retail. Mm-hmm. That shit's going to the store, and I'm selling it. And mm-hmm. basically... I traded in my mind. I traded mm. these shoes that I got for retail and got this shoe, even though I picked out the cash for it. But I know yeah. I have some type of assets okay. home where it's like, yo, yo, that's that's yo, how T-Mark, a wait, wait, wait. Oh, God, I God. need T Mark to come talk to my wife because she'd be yeah. like, I don't get that logic. You still don't have that <laughs> money in your bank account. Now you know, but my thing is, it's kind of like. Are you recycling the money? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. Like, all right, it's not something. All right, well, if I have five shoes that I don't really give a shit about, mm-hmm. all go for something. Yeah, I can sell it and get the money, or I could just bring it and use it for a shoe that I want. No, yeah, I, I get it. I get the same it. thing. Like, so I rather like it's been like a lot of times where I just recycle the money, and I've been like dumping like a lot of stuff like like a lot of this new stuff doesn't really move me as much like it's cool but it's cool Can we, now that you said that just quick question i just want your feedback uh what was your what was your last opinion on the i'm on year three i need that shoot man you still I'm need tired. it yeah, I'm tight. That I don't even have it yet. Oh, uh, that's probably one of the goals today to find that shoe. That's probably one of the goals for a fact. Yeah, I would. I would say definitely find it now. Um, there is a restock. They're gonna drop again, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be yesterday, actually, but they pushed something, it. Yeah, something yesterday, like Saturday, but um, they pushed it, so it's probably gonna be like early June. Yeah. Damn, they pushed it again. Yeah, they pushed mm. it again. Yeah. And concepts just do a raffle for it. I don't know. I don't yeah, know what. I don't think they. I don't think they sent out winners or anything uh, like that. They might have. They might have got the word from up top. Yeah. 
So like I'm now I'm in a dilemma. It's like, do I wait, get it for retail, or do I just jump? The zone? I'd I'd wait. I'd wait. Yeah, I definitely. Because if you don't get it for retail, you'll get it for damn near close. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, June is like technically what, like in a week and some change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's nice. nice. Mm-hmm. When you hear June, it's like, damn, are we like what month are we in? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I might. I'm gonna see if I can get it. What, what was retail for that shoe? Two fifty. Two fifty. If I could get it for like four ish, I probably just even that's high, man. I'm telling you, just wait, wait. Just oh, wait. What size do you wear, Timar? Uh, it knows I'm gonna probably need either a twelve or a twelve and a half. Cause so, so you like a ten and a half, eleven? Yeah, because the woman, uh, those. Those laser threes, I was able to fit the 12, and it fits like an 11. So I don't know if that's the same cut, mm-hmm. but um, I heard there's a lot of padding in that three. Yeah. I might yeah. need the and a half, if I'm being honest. I might need the 12 and What's, a half. Um, so now that we're already, we're about to be in June, uh, I would say a good halfway point to the year. Uh, if it was, if the year was to stop right now, uh, just with the first six months, what would you say so far has been the sneaker of the year for you? The uh, Max. Hmm. Really? Which one is that? Yeah. The one uh, that kept the joint. Yeah. I say that because I remember having those as a kid. Oh, okay. Okay. That brought oh, me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Time, that- I always loved that shoe. There's no better feeling than that right there. Which colorway? It was like a copper and black, right? Yeah, Yeah, like that shoe, man. I remember going to the park and like, because at that time as a kid, I was hooping in everything. Like it didn't matter if it was Air Max, she was going to the park and playing. Like that was, and the front of the shoe, like that front part started peeling off. Like it started like, it got like, detached from the glue on the front like that front rubber part and i remember my mother like this is why i don't buy you shit (laughs) (laughs) and it was just like one of those things you go to the park you start shooting around it becomes a game like out of nowhere it's like damn (laughs) like in your mind you like yeah you know i ain't trying to hoop in these as a kid but then you start shooting around and it's like a real game happens yeah, but that they they really, really, really like hit those to the T. Like it's did, the same exact shoe. Did and, you get a few? Uh, yeah, I got two pairs, and they're extremely comfortable. Okay, nice. retail's high, but retail was high back then. So yeah, and I wasn't spending my own money, so that's how uh, much. Spe- speaking of hooping, um, for those that followed you for some time now. Um, you definitely uh, have a, a real lineage with basketball and hoops. Um, you know, you I mean, you're one of the few people I can say I know personally that has shaken hands with LeBron, which is super dope. Um, but I've also noticed you have a really close relationship with uh, Kyrie. Yeah. God, yeah. So can, can you touch on that real quick? Yeah, that's 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 the family, man. Uh, my uncle. um, grew up with his dad and mm. you know 
us reconnecting and, you know, him going to the league and, you know, they they embraced me like family, man. And anytime I did a charity event or something like that, you know, there was one call away or his dad I talked to, I want to say at least twice, maybe three times a week. Wow. You know, always checking up on each other, you know, especially with COVID. But even before that, you know, just his sister, his sister just drops her, her, her um, clothing line. You know, she just had a private event, um, reached out, and they just genuine people, man. And giving people, genuine people, Kai's been into sneakers for a while and, you know, having that connection and me being able to help, you know, push his uh, shoe, especially from the first one. Um, and him just reaching out, like he didn't have to. That's the crazy part. Like he didn't, yeah, that's dope. Reach, he didn't have to reach out, and we was able to do a, uh, we was able to do a Kyrie one Nike ID contest. Like me and him picked the winners, and he was he wore it. Uh, that was the year he got hurt. Um, no, no, yeah, he got hurt uh, in June, but before that, he wore one to. I think they do like the scrimmage every year, the Rose and uh, Rose and Juan uh, scrimmage. He was able to wear one. Um, he wore one in the game as well. And, you know, I was just trying to tell him, you know, you kind of want to build in a following, but you also want to pretty much tap into your consumers, man. You got to – I wanted to be the bridge between a consumer – him you know mm. like where people have that connection like there's people that still thank me to this day like if they shoe one because we picked like uh three shoes mm -hmm. pick three shoes people to this day that still thank me for that that opportunity you know like and he just wanted he was like yo you think we could find like three people that do customs and i'm like oh you know, that's the easy route. Yeah, that's... You know, but how do you connect with the people? It's your first shoe, you know? Like, his first shoe did amazing. I don't want to say it's because of me. I'm just saying more so I tapped into, like, the actual sneaker culture. You know, like, people that really was wearing sneakers wasn't probably thinking about Kyrie's. They were thinking about Jordan's. They were thinking about, you know, whatever was hot at that time. And... You know, I just brought that uh, atmosphere into, like, his brand as well. And he's into sneakers. You just don't see it as much because he's wearing whatever he's wearing on the court. But, like, Kyrie, man, very good giving person. He's one of the people I could reach out to and he's going to respond. Or, you know, if I need anything, which, you know, that's not one of them relationships where I'm asking uh Unless it's for charity, you know, charity stuff that I do for the uh, kids, and they love doing that. And he's, I don't want to say, like, a lot of people have this perspective on him, but if you, like, got a chance to talk to him and, like, be around him, like, he's very genuine, very down-to-earth. He's very, you know, tapped in with the culture. Like, he, he knows, man. Like, That's what's up. Same thing with LeBron, yo. LeBron was, he's tapped in, yo. 
like Braun is tapped in. I don't think a lot of people understand like how tapped in Braun is, man, because that was like before I met him, it was like a two week span between that. Like when I first spoke to him and he sees he's a person that probably sees thousands of images a day. Yeah. Like he's a person that just sees so many images every single day. And when I linked with him and him remembering every single hat that he's seen and remembered and it's like, that's not something that's like scripted. Like, yeah. like you have to be connected to it and tapped in. And I was just like, that was probably like the most surprising part for me. And minus like he acts, he did a double take when he seen my jacket that I was wearing. But, um, it's crazy, man, because Braun is my favorite player. Uh, that's playing uh, ever since Mike retired. Um, and, and me able to meet him and do stuff like that. And my relationship with Kimba, that's self-explanatory. Me and him is both from Soundview, and we grew up together. So being K-Walk, we, we – got like that brotherhood where it was like we grew up together and you know I'm super proud of him I remember us talking about the NBA and Melo being his favorite player and Braun's my favorite player and I'm buying all the Braun's he's buying the Melo's and <laughs> you know stuff like that and you know just us never really um never really arguing, never really having any disagreements. Like, we was just like, man, him sleeping over at my crib, pause, and me sleeping over at, like, going to camps together, stuff like that, man. Like, so, you know, K-Walk, that was self-explanatory. Um, Kyrie, that's, you know, that's family as well. And, you know, Braun, that, that yeah. was like, that was like some superhero moment shit, man. I played it yeah, cool. You played it cool? Yeah, tell me it that. Hit, what? It hit me after. Oh, okay. Boy with me. It hit me after. Like, I was like, what brawn? <laughs> when I'm there, I'm me. Like, it was in the me. moment. But you know what? They don't like that, bro. They don't like the groupie. Yeah. Stuff. Like they they respect when you can be around them and just be be yourself. Mm-hmm. Just be yourself. Just yeah. have a normal conversation. Like, it's crazy because it's like, damn, bro, you see him on TV or, like, this is a person you idolized or whatever the case is. But uh, just be yourself, man. When you are able to do that and you can have and uh, hold the conversation with them, Man, they they appreciate that shit the most. Like no. for real, for real. Like me and Braun was chopping it up for like an hour. That's dope. But I feel like if I was on some Starstruck Starboy shit, it would have been like, all right, man, yeah, appreciate <laughs> the hat. Like I ain't even asked for a photo. That's how like crazy I am. Like in my mind, I'd be like, nah, man, I ain't asking for no photo. I ain't asking. Nah, fuck that. Wait, how, where'd it come from, then? How did it get? How'd it get <laughs> yeah, he's like, yo, let's. Flick. Let's flip. Oh, so he's okay. Yeah, yeah. So flick, and I was like, oh, oh shit, that's so all. That moment, so you, like, you that photo on, yeah, photo on, sunk in like, yo, nigga, that's LeBron. <laughs> you had but, me. You should have. But to uh, 
I think because it wasn't my first time actually seeing him and meeting him. Oh, okay. Because when I used to go out to Cleveland with Ka, I would see him. Or, yo, what's up? Da da da. And, you know, when I mentioned it, it's so crazy because it's just like, it kind of like rung a bell because it has some LeBrons on. Oh, okay. I think I had, uh, I want to say the birthday fours. Oh, wow. I had the birthday fours. And when I said it, he's like, oh, you don't want, and he remembered. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, that's pretty wild. That was that was years ago. Like, <laughs> I remember that, and he remembered the shoes and all of that because I think with him, it's still probably one of them things like how I feel when I see somebody wearing my hat, right? Or mm-hmm. you see somebody wearing your your T to uh, sneak, and it's kind of like it's still like a surreal moment. Like, damn, like somebody really. And if you don't know the person, that's what makes it even better. That's true. You know the people you kind of expect it. Like, I right, oh yeah, that's my man. Like, you know, he's, he's supporting my shit. Like, that's my guy. But when it's somebody you don't know, and then it's like, I think they might have been like at the LeBron 12 or whatever, whatever number it was. So for me to back out the fours, yeah. And the fours being one of his favorite joints, it was like he recognized it. Like, oh, okay, I see you. Like it was one of those moments. And it was just like, you know, I'm just being me, man. Relax. <laughs> I'm just being me. But, nah, so he kind of remembered, but it really didn't sink in until that. But I think the person I might have to, like, yo, take a breather and drink some water, some shit's probably Hove. Hove? Yeah, it might be Hove. I seen Hove like one time I was going into the Barclays, like through the Calvin Klein uh entrance, and he was going in as well, him and Beyonce, but it wasn't one of those moments. Yeah. Like I won't get starstruck. I haven't got starstruck yet, but if I sat down with Jay or if Jay wore one of my hats, I'll probably go crazy. <laughs> <That's over. laughs> Like, Braun, I went crazy so, after, but at that moment, like, even with Nas, bro. Like, with Nas. Oh, yeah. Talk I about Nas. Super, yeah. I was super geek for that because if you follow Nas, he's not one of those people that's really out there, like, social media-wise and stuff he's like a, he's that. He's a super intro. And, and he really doesn't do interviews like that. Yeah. So, for him to do the interview on The Breakfast Club, it not being planned. He already had the hat for months. Like it wasn't one of them things where shout DJ Clark Kent as well for making that connection. Um, it was one of those things where he chose to wear that hat. I'm almost for sure he has a shitload of Mets hats or Yankee hats, whatever. <laughs> he chose to wear that hat for the breakfast club. And then full circle moment, that album wins a Grammy. It's yeah. like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> That's crazy. And it's crazy. Like, and, you know, so many people that, you know, are, are connected to the culture, especially uh, like Clark Kent, people mm-hmm. like Mayor, and they definitely help. They definitely help with just connecting me with certain people because they believed in it and they fucked with it. Like, I remember when I first did my first – 
collection of the hats. Like Clark hit me like, yo, you got something special. And I, when you're living in the moment, because I think a lot of people, even with hats, like a lot of people just think, yo, let me just slap this on the hat and it's good to go. Yeah. But me, I kind of like trying to tell stories with it. Yeah. Or try to make try to make it make sense, right? Like mm-hmm. have some type of connection. So when I started with the hip hop shit, it wasn't something that just happened overnight. Like I was I was on a mission to collect all twenty seven World Series Yankee hats, right? Then I started figuring out it was years that they lost. So like I was like, all right, what's next? Like when you get all of these shits, like you're gonna just stop buying hats. So like, mm-hmm. like what's next? So I was on vacation. I was in Belize and uh, with the family and I was in Belize and I don't know. I was having a conversation with some of my boys. Shout out to my boy Rico. Um, Shout out to my boy Bunk. And we was just talking and I was like, what if we just did like hip hop shit on the hat? And at that time, I was like, how do you make Hip hop and baseball makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even thinking the long term of it, so I just started doing research. So I'm like, I right, first let me find out if this has ever been done because if it's been done, I kind of don't want to even do it. I just remember like the record labels having the big logo on the front, on the front, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm a simple guy, I like simplicity. Side patches has always been something that's been a staple because the blanks was always easy to find back in the day. But side patches was very, very hard to find. Like, not, I mean, well, not like the Subway series in the 99. Yeah, but the the, uh, the different ones out of for yeah. the years and years, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So those was like very, very difficult. So I'm like, I, I'm doing research. I'm not seeing nobody. It, I'm not seeing anything pop up. I'm just seeing like, the big W on the uh, front, or the big Rockefeller logo, or the big Dipset bird, and I'm like, ah, definitely that, remember the Dipset bird. That was a moment. <laughs> definitely I, remember that one. I wouldn't wear that now. Yeah, you know, I'm like, yeah, that was a moment, but I wouldn't wear that in this uh, current stage of my life. So I'm like, I, I was sold on side patches. I didn't see anything, but it still had to make sense, like. Baseball and rap is not one of those things. You think of rap, you think of basketball, maybe football, but you're not thinking baseball. They don't have that image. You know, baseball is that clean cut type of image, especially with the Yankees. You can't even have a facial hair. So it's like, how do you make it make sense? Then I started looking up old photos of people wearing Yankee this, Yankee that. Mets this, mm-hmm. Mets that, and I'm like that. There's the connection. Got it. The the Yankee hat is a staple. You know, like, if you're from New, I'm doing New York uh, rap groups. Yeah, and 99 percent of them wore Yankee hats, or somebody in a crew wore Yankee hat. So this is how it makes sense. And once I had that concept, it's a whole nother process, right? Now you gotta find a digitizer. Then you gotta find somebody that can do the embroidery. So yeah. at that time, it was probably people that was doing embroidery 
like not not creators. I'm just saying like shops that does it. But I ain't really know it that many, and I put it on my Instagram, and somebody I know reached out like, "Oh yeah, you know my boy could do it." First samples, terrible. <laughs> but I was able to see the vision. See the vision. Yeah. Yeah. When I knew, that's and it I right posted, there. I posted the samples and everything, and people went crazy. But like in real life, I'm like. There's no way in hell I can sell this, but we're going to figure this shit out. <laughs> we're going to figure it out. And That's the light bulb. Yeah. And then somebody else reached out and they had like a whole shop. They were showing me their shit. And I'm like, oh, okay. We going here. They was able to do it. Got all the files. Digit- and, you know, ever since then, I wanted to learn the whole process of it. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of like one of them things where I can sit down and have conversations or I can pass down information to somebody else that's trying to do something in that lane. And, mm. and you know, and then you got to evolve. I, I linked up with my boy Scruff. Uh, and we just, when you got something dope, people start copying. Yes, and, sir. Uh, and that was expected. So people started doing the same exact thing I was doing. And, you know, I got upset at first because I'm like, all right, man, yeah, I know this is my lane. People just started following me to start just copying what I was doing. So that's why I got upset. But then it's like, all right, now we got to now we got to elevate. We got to evolve. Now we got to start creating our own shit from scratch. Can't go on Google. Can't save the image can't send it to a digitizer and just put it on the hat like fuck that like we got to do our own shit then the first one we did was the rockefeller one with the with the hands mm-hmm. that was like in the patch and we made it look like a world series patch and that was that's when the creativity started just kicking in like we got to do this we got to do that started searching old fucking uh patches and you know not Nothing against anybody that's doing hats. Anybody doing hats. A lot of people was not flipping patches, bro. Yeah. That's just that's just the facts. And that's and that's when you elevated where it's like a lot you're of people, doing one thing. A lot of people was not flipping patches, man. Yeah. Right, and I just want to show y'all just one where that elevation right there. Sheesh. Sheesh. You know. Soon come. Soon come. You know? Yeah, those are crazy, man. And Shout it's out just to like, yeah, you know, and with Scruff, he's he's been doing this shit for a long time, but, you know, mm-hmm. he told me a lot of his work with other people feels like work. And he quit his job four years ago. So he doesn't want his work to feel like work. He wants it to be fun, exciting. A lot of people come to him with no concept at all. Like, yo, can you do, can you do, uh, something for me all right what are you trying to get done uh i don't know bro just figure it out and it's like <laughs> that makes the process that much difficult yeah you know like have some type of concept right yeah so he could probably bring it to life and with me i'll have a whole fucking patch idea in my mind but he's the one that could bring it to life but it, it, it's stuff that we could me and him could sit down and have a conversation and he'd be like, yo, that's crazy. And he's sketching it while we're saying it. And he can finish a sketch of something 
and 20 minutes because the concept is already there. Mm-hmm. I'm already bringing something to the table. And, you know, with us, we, I don't know, man. I feel like with us, it's just like, it's just different. It's different. And, you know, shout out to everybody that's doing hats. You know, I, there's so many people that's doing it. Uh, my brother, Jay Tips. Um, I could announce this, though. I, I probably won't show the, yeah, I've seen the hat, but yeah, me and my brother, we, uh, we doing the hat. It's a long time in the making. Uh, I want to say almost two years, man. We were supposed to get a hat collab done. So many people been kind of like always messaging me or him, like, yo, you should do a collab with T-Mark and you should do a hat collab with J-Tips because we both did the hat club thing and that did really, really well. And uh, both did Bronx social things. Those did really, really well. I had my first pop up there, my second pop up there. He had his a pop up there, so it just made sense. We're both from the Bronx, both yeah. fans. We're both doing it on a high level. Definitely, uh, I, I mean, I'd say you I guys are the uh, hottest out there right now. I'd say that when it comes to it. I said it. I said it before. When it comes to sneaker culture, <clears throat> you need to have some type of at least knowledge or understanding of basketball culture and hip hop culture. And we got, you know, T has a long, long, long history with basketball and tips. Um, tips is hip hop to me. Like if you've ever heard a tip song, like, you know, that he makes good hats, but he raps even better. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy, man. I remember going to like hole in the wall fucking shows for tips. I remember him. Mm-hmm having to go to rehearsals after work, working at Foot Locker on 34th and or me sitting there and me and him chopping it up like for hours or me working at 42nd Street and walking down a block or him walking up the block and just talking. And, you know, I knew him for 10 plus years for sure. Um, And just to see the growth, Mm -hmm. you know, the growth is the most important thing that and the consistency and the work that's been put in. Like, we was both into sneakers. Braun is both our favorite players, damn near. And, you know, at that time when Nike basketball was popping, you know, a lot of people wasn't really hip to it mm-hmm. at first. And, you know, Tibbs got older shit, just like how I got older shit. And, you know, it's not only about your sneakers, it's about the fits. And, you know, a lot of that shit plays into like being really tapped into the culture bro like just being from yeah. new york like it didn't matter growing up if you had the newest jordans if you had like some paco jeans or some shit like, <laughs> you know, people were still joking on you like paco, to speak and to and to speak to uh team mark you know a, a, a lot of your success and, and your uh progression as well it's crazy because i remember when uh you dropped your first um set of hats <clears throat> a lot of people saw the designs and, you know, they felt like, oh, but this is so simple, but this is just, you know, hip hop logos, whatever the case may be. But as a as a person who has their own brand and designs as well, people have to understand it's not it's not always about the idea. I mean, ultimately, no idea is original. People have people have thought of every anything you've thought of. Somebody else thought of it already. Yeah. It's honestly going to be who's going to execute it and who's going to do the work and who's going to work the hardest. That's yeah. that's ultimately what it boils down to. 
I mean, and, something as simple as this T I have on is a simple ass logo with a with a, a, a gradient print. But the fact that they decided to make this T before somebody else is is why they're ahead right now. Yeah, and it's crazy because I was having that conversation with Clark right early on, and he was just saying like. People is going to say stuff like that. And if it's that simple, why they didn't think of it? Right? Exactly. If it was that simple, why you didn't think of that? And, you know, the hip-hop logo shit, right, that came about just my love for hip-hop. Right? I didn't, wasn't the person, like, I'm listening to country music and I want to do hip-hop uh, hats. So I'm tapped <laughs> into the culture. Like, I'm tapping into, like, my childhood and how I am now. You know, I used to have Hot 97 CDs and bootleg CDs and stuff like that. I used to wait Monday night and record DJ Clue on my grandfather's cassette player. Like, as a kid, waiting up at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, right? Yep. Yeah, you know, just to bring it to school and remember yep. certain shit that wasn't playing on a normal radio, or if Clue didn't drop, or oh, you got to wait to Clue's CD to drop. Yep. Getting the access on a cassette player, so like that's always been a part of my life because of my brothers, my mother, and stuff like that. So that's why I did the research. Because if it was done already, I probably wanted I probably would have wanted to do something a little different from it. It's never been done. Like even if you thought of it, you should have capitalized on it. The only people I feel like could have really, really, really done it is probably like two groups. I think Wu Tang probably could have did it. And I think Rockefeller should have did it. I think because of Jay's connection. And him stating, you With know, the Yankees. the Yankees, yeah, you know, him being able to perform uh, at Yankee Stadium, yeah, I'm doing like a jersey for him, you know, that could have like really happened. But who's to say, you know? And he did the Blueprint Three, uh, Blueprint Three Yankee hat. It was a black nasty. That's the only reason why. I didn't <laughs> FYI, but you know, stuff like that, right? I, I went back and redid the Blueprint 3 hat. Like I did where it was like the Rockefeller logo, but in the circle had three lines in it, like mm. like the Blueprint 3 hat. Mm -hmm. And, you know, stuff like that, I kind of just definitely like try to tap into like the storytelling part of it. Because if it doesn't, if it doesn't resonate with people, you know the story. Some people connect to the story more than anything, and pretty much like if hats do go out of style, you know people's not going to stop being Rockefeller fans, Wu Tang fans, Pun fans, uh, fucking Mob Deep fans, uh, Nas fans. Like, people's not going to stop being fans of that. So, like, when people get these hats, mm -hmm. these shits is like trophies for them. This is something that, you know, it's nostalgic. You know, like, I don't see the color brim thing being around for 
a very, very long time. But, you know, I'll, I'll do the color brims here and there because I'll be a fool if I didn't. It's supply and demand, right? So, mm-hmm. but most of my hats is just classic hats, man. Like, I try not to jump off the bridge uh, with a lot of this stuff. And nothing against it. It's just I have to, you know, stay true to myself. But, you know, I'll do different color hats with a gray bottom or I'll give you, you know, I don't want to show the hat, but, you know, something simple like this, right? Mm-hmm. Something simple <laughs> like that. But um, I think if so many people stop worrying about what everybody else is doing, especially in the hat space and, and, and clothing brand too, and just focus on their craft, you wouldn't have time to even criticize other people's shit. Or um, compare it. Or compare it, yeah. Yeah. I, um, I want I I to say one thing to that at the end was – didn't you do like um when it came to the hip hop like player cards? Yep. Yeah. And so to me what that showed me was just like the whole <clears throat> the whole concept behind the trading cards is just like with the hats when it comes to hip hop it's like you got to collect them all. It gives mm-hmm. that concept like of a person it's like oh I got the Wu-Tang. Nah, but do you got the Rockefeller? Nah, I got the big pun. Oh, let me get that one. No, I need to collect them all if I'm a fan for this person or that person. Yeah. So definitely that concept I thought was brilliant when I saw that part. I said, okay, oh, yeah. that was the yeah. shit that made me say, light bulb, that's it right there. Yeah. And that was just another thing going in. How do I make this shit make sense? That shit mm-hmm. made sense right there. That was it. It's like trading cards as a kid. Like yes. that was one of them things. Like that was it. it's, it's still a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just like, yo, like I remember going to Pathmark and asking my mother for five dollars for the vending <laughs> machine to get the, the special card in the case. Yeah. Pack shit. You know, like I remember just having Pokemon cards, not even knowing what the fuck how to battle anything. I <laughs> had them because it was a thing. And you know, I was like, all right, man, we're gonna do hip hop cards. This shit's gonna be crazy. Like, I'm gonna go crazy. I'm gonna go crazy with it because I want people to know like it was thoughts that went into this shit. Like it wasn't just oh, no. yeah. oh yeah, man. Hip hop logos, side of the hat. Like it wasn't that. Like uh, I, I kid you not, bro. It was a lot of research because I wanted to make sure it wasn't done before. Yeah. And the beautiful thing with the story that I wanna I wanna highlight is you're not the only one doing it. But like you said, if you take the time to put more energy, thought and effort into it, it really uh, uh, it really isolates yourself from the other competition where it's like, damn, we didn't think of that or damn, we couldn't do it like that. Like he did this, this and this. He went above and beyond. Yeah. So that's that's a that's a beautiful thing, too, man. Yo, flowers to you. And um, yeah, I didn't even I didn't even know. It took that much to get into it. it. Must have been something in the Belize air. I just want to give a shout out to the Belize air. <laughs> it might have been, man. You know what it is though, Belize for me. Like I think it's probably like a lot of places outside of the United States, but that shit is a humbling experience, yo. Yeah. I don't care what type of high horse you're on. 
if you go to like some of these places that's like third world countries and you start seeing kids walking around with no shoes, no socks, playing basketball on 90 degree hot floors with no shoes on. Yeah. That shit does something to your mental. Mm -hmm. Like come back and you just start appreciating the little things in life, bro. It's the perspective. The perspective is just, it it makes it different. It makes it different. Yeah. And, and, you know, those are the, those are the people, you know, that need the most help. But for me, those are the people I'm kind of like champion, man. Like they, these are people that they ain't got dishwashers. Yeah. This, they ain't got that. They still got to go farming to get food. And there is no supermarkets like right down the road. And the, you know, the money aspect and stuff like that. And, you know, they still figure it out. That's a fact. Like, you know, the houses look, it's crazy out there. Mm -hmm. You know what's crazy to me? When when you take vacay and you realize that it's only our community that even gives a shit about (laughs) about half this stuff. Like, I've been on vacations where I'll look around me and I'm the only one with a, a fucking name brand sneaker. Like, people, everybody around me got on, like, a pay bus or a, a Echo Sport. Yeah. Like, just the most basic of basic footwear. And I'm here with, like, a $500 Nike Jordan, whatever. And I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. Like, if I, if we weren't in this part of the world, how different our perspective of shit would be. Just so let's, 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 let's sit back and just think, all right, just imagine how much shit we would own, like, land <laughs> cribs like whatever if we didn't put so much time effort and money into like sneakers and clothes like if we were just like how when you're on vacation right to so say you did, made all the money that you made but sneakers and shit wasn't your vice or yeah. you, know, you didn't drink you didn't smoke you're just you same way that you are now but sneakers and shit just wasn't a part of your life like you would own, like we would own a lot in America, bro. Like, <laughs> no, that's a fact. Like, oh, but when I when I hear that, we spend M's, bro. Like, no fact. We spend M's. When I, when I hear that, I think of I think of people though, like like you know, I spoke about my homie earlier, and like Marco, you know, God forbid if we were to go out tomorrow, at least we could say that we enjoyed the life we live because. Yeah. To be honest, all of that is is all perspective. Like people, some people say the American dream is owning a home, but like to other people, the American dream is well, the dream is to travel the world. To other people, the dream is to collect, you know, all yeah. of something that they love or have as many kids as possible. Like every everybody's shit yeah. is gonna be different. So yeah, hundred percent. And it's crazy. It's it's just wild. Like even on vacations, bro. Like. Especially outside of the United States, man, it's just like very, very, very humbling and mm-hmm. it's mind-boggling, bro. Like it's just crazy because they appreciate just being able to get fresh water. Facts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, not even, it's not even some filter shit where you know <laughs> it's like just water. Like yeah. that's I would say that. I would say anybody who's who's a big like sneaker collector or just really into fashion or 
if you just really have a passion for that, especially if you're young, definitely take a trip around the world. Definitely go somewhere outside of your community, outside of your Instagram. Just go there for a weekend or a week. (laughs) That ass. Just go there for a weekend or a week and just look at life. And I promise you, it'll it'll really put things into perspective for you. So, T Mark, um, we want to go through some of the the news out in the sneaker world this week. So, we want to get your perspective on it. Okay. Uh, um, one of the, I think one of the biggest stories this week is about your former employer, Jay. Oh goodness gracious! <laughs> oh, for action, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that's pretty sad because Foot Action was the store that really was like in the in the streets, yeah, in the hood. Bus collection too, man. Yeah, it's it it's really sad. I mean, damn, did I get in? No, I can't say that. I have a little bit more information on what's going to happen. They're not going to close all of them. That's what I'm hearing. I think I can say that. A good majority. It's a good majority, though. Yeah. But is the is the brand three though? Yeah. They they're gonna keep. I believe they're going to keep some of the flagships and some of the the flight stores, but the brand should not be going away completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I I asked, I was like, "Yo, so you losing your job?" And he's like, "No, I'm good." I was like, oh. They got a uh, cancel hyperactive completely. You think oh, they should family too? I mean, hyperactive is under uh, Jimmy Jazz. I'm saying, but like, you don't even see them shits anymore like that. That's a fact. Yeah. Can I can I say a, a hot take about this? Go ahead. Is anybody gonna get in trouble? Is anybody gonna get a text from like a foot employee and be like, "Yo, what the fuck"? Mm, no, nah, I'm not with their nim no more. All right, unless you're gonna talk about somebody personally. I mean, I know, no, no, no. I know some people corporate foot action, but I mean, I know uh, more I, Foot Locker. So <laughs> I worked at Foot Locker from I want to say 05 to 07, 08, or and um and we were right next to a foot action. So I I have love for the brand tremendously. But <laughs> before he shits on back. Him. listen looking back foot action is kind of racist it kind of was racist it kind of was it kind of was the it was foot lockers answer for a urban shopping experience i get what you mean i remember being young and foot action just wanted like it was you walked in and the mannequins had their hat backwards and there was like graffiti on the wall. I would okay, so not racist, but they were definitely yeah. like appropriating culture. Yeah, especially urban. And, culture. and that's a given. I think everybody in the building would agree. They know that. They know that. Yeah. So I'm I'm not too sad to see it go because it's like <laughs> damn. It's, it's like come on, man. Now nah, that that should have that should have like that should have been like a thing. I feel All like right. I feel like that. I feel like you have. You I feel like Foot Locker. Foot Locker is the big box store, right? So that's the corporate America sneaker store. Hundred percent, no problem with that. We need that. We need those in our malls all over the country. It makes perfect sense. But I feel like the community that Foot Action was trying to serve. I feel like that should stick to mom and pop shops. That should stick mm-hmm. to like the store in the hood on the corner that you know the manager by name and you go in and you say what up to him and y'all talk about sneakers and then you come back and even, really even then 
right? We ain't never seen no mannequins dressed the way foot action and be dressing them, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm like, saying. Don't be putting me in no big ass just do it shirt with some yeah, boots yeah. and some some bad feats like nah man that shit they, but that's their way of thinking that they know the culture and they really don't Facts. know the culture Facts. they don't know what's cool they don't and you know it's cool that they don't know what's cool but why not bring people in that have you know that experience or the people that have tapped into the culture that's a part of the culture why not bring those people in i feel like they've definitely gotten better with that though yes they're 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 starting to put people in those roles now. i want to say footlocker as well i can't really speak much on foot action but i know footlockers got way better and yeah, that's that's the point I was trying to make. I apologize if I fucked that up, but <laughs> I was, <laughs> I'm saying I like I, I appreciate Foot Locker for what it is. I'm just saying that in 2021, we could do without foot action. We don't we don't need that right now. That energy. So um so do we wanna... need champs? Champ yeah, champs champs is true to itself. Champs is a uh sportswear. Uh I would say champs is the more sportswear. Uh, branch of the company because I remember Champs to be the store where you would go and find the jerseys like authentic they would have authentics and everything uh-huh. so Champs is like the sportswear part of the all right the tree so one of the hottest sneakers of the week and contender for sneaker of the year comes out this week uh, yeah. Trav's ready yeah you know I'm ready oh we ready So this sneaker actually is releasing on sneakers today when this podcast comes out. Um, Let me bring this up here. We got the SB Dunk Low. What the Paul? Need those. um, Yeah, this is damn near impossible to get. If you're listening to this today before 10 a.m., I want to let you know that the inventory on these sizes are... Less than 400 each on the sneakers app. Um, some even as low as like 200 pairs a size. So the sneakers app did not get as much inventory as you think. Um, so is if you hit, more, is it more in the stores you think? Yeah, it's definitely more in the skate shops. Skate shops definitely got um, way Good. more inventory. And Trav, so. get into that what we talked about. Um, so I. I want to say something without saying too much. I don't want to give away too much, but I got some info about these. And, you know, this is nothing new. We always talked about it. But to see it and to have hard proof, I got some info on someone who is backdooring pairs, right? What do you have? (laughs) I got the guy's name. So I did some Googles. And he's the owner of a skate shop and is literally, I want to say like over 15 to 20 pairs are being backdoored and then has the nerve on his Instagram page to be holding a raffle. (laughs) And I think the raffle is probably the slap in the face. It's not so much the, the backdooring it's the making people feel like they actually have a chance. But they don't know that. They don't know what he's doing behind. I know. Stuff. I know. Like we're we're privy to information yeah, that well, most yeah. people don't know. Um, I wish I could say more about that, but I, you know, I don't want to get anyone caught up. But basically, yeah, like 
if you get these for retail, God bless you. Go play Lotto because, you know, it's, you it's tough out here. It's, it, it's nasty out here. Yeah, uh, I think I'm prepared to pay resale. But yeah. it's only because I'm going to sell some shit. So. Exactly. Got to even it out. Um, is, that, is that sneaker to resell? I mean, it's I, up there for me. It's you, up got, there. you got lightnings coming. They did a good job on the lightnings. Oh, Shit. you saw it? I didn't see it. Yeah, I think it was Z Sneaks sneakers. I think that might have been a mock, though. Really? Yeah. I've seen people post the official images. Hold on. Um, I do. Is this not the official images? Uh, let me bring you up full screen. Yeah, those are those are um those official. official? Images, yeah. That looks like the official no. images. Okay. Cause it's yeah. Of it. Oh you yeah. Probably, you could probably pull it up on yeah, and it looks better. Yeah, I know. I know. T. That's one of your favorites, right? Yeah, this is a good pair, man. Um, I always say fours and fives uh, has like the best colorways of Jordans. Oh yeah, this is official. Official. Yeah, like fours yeah. and fives have so many crazy fucking colorways bro and you know you get into the ones but there's a lot of bad ones there's, there's a, lot. a lot of bad ones there's, there's actually more of, there's actually more bad, more ones, bad than ones than good ones yeah like yeah. you know twos didn't have that many threes was like you like just remind you me of the... just need like the classic threes like you don't really need like all yeah, that's there's a few ones that but it's a lot of misses with threes those new those new ones that just came out. What is it? The patina? Those brown joints? Nasty. Those oh, are terrible. Those yeah. are so bad, bro. Yeah, those are bad. <laughs> so bad. Those are bad. And um, then you get to fours and fives, it's like, yeah, it's a lot of bad, but it's a lot of good, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of solid. I would say four fours, there's actually probably more good than bad. Yeah. And um, it's rare you see a bad pair of fours. Speaking on the P-Rods... One of the stores I did like, or I liked what they did for a raffle was Atmos. Um, it was real interesting. They did like a bingo style raffle. I'm trying to pull up the tweet now, but basically you had to fill out like a bingo of. Um, here I pull it up. Hold on. Nah, I'm salty. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> so yeah. this was. So they called it Atmos Bingo. So you basically had to fill out one of these slots. So you either you had a choice of four. So you could post a pick or post a tweet with four pictures. It had to have your at name in it. So you could do Jordan One, Silver Box, Atmos Apparel, or Skate um, Skateboard. That's um, fine. Yeah, that's dope, right? That's fine. <laughs> they didn't even look at my entry. That's um, fine. They had one where you could do pink box, any SB dunk high, orange box SB, black SB. This one's the best one. All P rods, I think, of different color boxes. That's then, the one that you probably that's the one you probably gonna want to shoe with. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so you had the automatic the four picks with your at and your size, and then they DM you an invoice. I thought that was fire. That's fucking dope. Whoever came up with that concept is fucking genius. That's genius. That's that's fire. So you know it gives um and, it gives that's, a ch- and that's so creative. Mm-hmm. Gives a chance for either the real P rod heads or the real SB heads or even the people who just fuck with Atmos to mm-hmm. to get a chance. So mm-hmm. yeah, I like that a lot. 
I'm I'm salty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super salty. Um, crazy. I'm gonna go through these next few real. Run them, so run them, Trav, run them. Um, these Jordan threes. Russ pink. I don't need them. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't need this. I don't need this. this. Literally, what we just spoke That's about. Really, like a good shoe to just look at. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're like cute. They're like very cute. Maybe a, maybe a beige shoe. Like, yeah, yeah, for a fact. Like, ladies, I think they need to really jump on that shoe. If they I got look, them, if I got them for free, I would keep them. But they like strawberry Nesquik. But I feel like they went the uh, Alayli May uh, sixes. Route. Oh yeah. That's oh, true. that's true. I didn't I didn't peep, yeah, but so. I think ladies should really, 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 really jump on that. Jump on those, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, shoe I know Sneak is very excited for. He's not a woman, but he will be that day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, what the hell? See women, the why is the... Yeah, what the fuck is that? Because on women's, like they, they have to the, switch uh, it up. No, that's like how they did the, uh, the Japan joints. Mm-hmm. The Japans? Yeah, with the leather tongue. The re- the original retro that well the re- not original retro but the retro yeah the silver oh the- man so these are really Jordan like one court purple metallic yeah metallic there was people that had them out here on feet and it's, you know it's terrible fits but like, they didn't look <laughs> they didn't look great on feet and then yo that they're probably only gonna go up to a twelve so it's over for me anyway. I'm so sad. Why they did that to the tongue, man? They're never going to give you everything that you want. That shit don't even look natural, though. That shit... <laughs> the sneaker look uncomfortable. It don't even look like it wants that tongue. <laughs> it's definitely something holding the tongue up. That's Dog, that that looks nuts. So, oh, man. here we have the collab we never asked for, and I personally don't think yeah. we need. Um... <laughs> <laughs> the post office priority <laughs> with Nike. Um, so I know that when uh, images of this yo. leaked, the post office or the U.S. post office, um, they sued Nike for their, right. using their likeness, and then they came yeah. to an agreement. Yo, but uh, can we talk? The reason I wanted to talk about this is because nobody, literally nobody, has touched on this. But they they did a UPS and a FedEx version of this. And nobody caught on. Hmm. Like Nike? Trav. Yes, Trav. Search Air Force One Experimental Brown. And then search Air Force One Experimental Orange. And they literally have a UPS version and a FedEx version. It's terrible. UPS. This is nasty. I don't really feel like we should be covering this. What the? It looks no, like it's how melting. crazy is that? <laughs> That's the point of it. That's the point of it. How how crazy is that though? That they they did all yeah. the shipping services. It's just nobody caught on. If you look, there's an orange pair. That's orange and purple. I wouldn't catch on to that one being UPS. Really? It's brown and yellow. I mean, now seeing the USPS one, I would. But yeah. if I, I saw that it. one first, I wouldn't catch on. That's terrible. That's nasty. Yeah, that's nasty. They're just wasting material. <laughs> Listen, man, we need we need Kanye to come back 
and put his foot in Nike's ass so they could go back to acting right. Because right now they just releasing <laughs> anything. Um, Supreme. So, yeah, what happened? Oh, I I do have a Supreme cop this week. I forgot about that. What do you got? I bought this little bullshit for fun. <laughs> yeah, 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 I wanted that too. Do you, uh, do you fuck with Supreme too much? I mean, I, I know you got the SPs, but like as far as clothing, uh, it's hit and miss for me. Like I feel like every season is like one or two pieces. That's like, oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah. This season's been dry. majority. Yeah. You're not like going crazy over the low box logos or anything like that, right? No, nah. uh, not at all. Honestly, um, I think it got to the point where it's just like, like the access to it is just crazy. Like certain what? people. Is wearing. I remember you was able to go into Supreme and get some dope shit years ago, and it's just bad now. It's really yeah, bad. box locos used to be in their sales time. Like used to be yeah. able to walk in there and get whatever you wanted. Yeah, I think the like last piece I went into the store and bought was the um uh I want to say. Either the Martin Luther King hoodie. Mm. That was last season, I think, right? Nah, that was years ago, wasn't it? The hoodie? Yeah. The hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. That was like 19, maybe. I think that was like the last thing I went into the store and bought. Um, I caught a couple things online that I like here and there, but that shit is the worst website ever. <laughs> <laughs> like should be sold like you get the alert and should be sold out it's like all right bro yeah that's that's no, bot, that's really bot no, central right there there's really no point of this shit certain things i caught mainly but i think it just be because there's no hype behind it hmm. and now they should sit like some of that stuff sits on the website now right yeah 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 especially like this week this past week set yeah. And sneak it away. Um, I was gonna say that too. You know what comes in handy? Leave it in your car. Yeah, leave it in the car. Yeah, because you be in the car and you'll be like, damn, I wish I had a scissor right now. Oh, damn, I wish I had and boom. Yeah, I, I purchased it. I was like, ah, oh, I'll see what this does. <laughs> but um sneak yeah. of the week, here's where we share a sneaker that we will be purchasing this week. I already know what Travs is. So, Trav, you can tell me out loud how many pairs you want. Those P-Rods got to come home, man. They got to come home. For retail? By any means necessary. I'm doing a a T-Mark. I'm doing doing some chess moves for that one. I like that energy. (laughs) By any means necessary. I'm going to take, is it this week? I was going to take the um, Michigan Lowe's. I don't know if that's this week or not, but that's probably the next sneaker I'll I'll need. Oh, that's June third. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm gonna say shout out to Nike NYC. I they sent that. They came through. I don't know. Uh, I think they did. I think they did. <laughs> I think they did. When is this Aaron? That's funny. Sneak, what you got? Uh, I'm with you, Trav. Those those P rods. I personally feel, I feel for those how I felt when I saw the Balvins for the first time. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be easily for me in my my top three for the year. 
by any means by any means by any means oh okay. you already know oh yeah i know oh, that oh by, by any means <laughs> look at look at look at <laughs> by any means yeah for me um shit uh this week is definitely the p rods by any means um then the following week I need those Miami Night LeBrons, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Forgot about that. I need, those. I, need those, I got to double up on those, man. I had the original pair, and like people don't understand how difficult that shoe was to get. Like, I should only dropped in Miami. Mm. Like, I don't think people understand, like, how uh, legendary that shoe is when that shit came out. Same with the South Beach 8s, too. But well, preheats. You know, let me say the correct name before they come. <laughs> what do you mean, man? Those are preheats, man. <laughs> I camped out for those when they first came. Yeah, out. I get tired of that so much. Yeah, I don't want to hear anything like you just. You missed that wave. You man. were just born when that. Shit was Lord, I hate that. When that shoe was a thousand dollars, like, like literally. I wanted to ask y'all, how do y'all feel about that black and like uh, electric green six? Yeah, I was just talking about that yesterday. I asked Sneak, and he said it was from the high school, right, Sneak? It's uh, I think it's Oregon. No, not high school. I think it's um, yeah, college. Is, the uh, the Oregon. Yeah, so, it is Oregon, right? I think which that's is weird. It's a little different. It is. It's the yeah, like that. It's the same concept of it. So like the Oregon's this part. Oh well, damn, it's bright. Light, yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah. like, it's clear. It's like all green. Oh, on mm-hmm. the Oregon, it's all green. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie, yo. I kind of, kind of like these. Like I don't Those know. Why, I don't know why I like them as much as I do, but I like them. No, I, I'm not mad at them. It just always hurts my feelings when it's a PE out there. It's just like, oh man, it's a school, it's a school exclusive out there. Damn. Now I mean, I the- for me, it's kind of like I don't have the Oregon, so fuck it, let's run it out. <laughs> so, did you get the UNC force, the universities that just passed with the crazy tongue? Thank you. That, I'm done. I no, 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 no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I got him, but it was a trade bait chess move. Okay, okay. And what about the threes from the UNC tongue that's missing? I have those. Okay, okay. Those are fire. No, those, no, those, no, those are fire. Those, those are crazy. Those are good. Those are good. And that shoe was like kind of difficult to get for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, re- I regret not getting them. Yeah, that's a good shoe. Yeah, that's a great shoe. Yeah. I needed those. My sleeper sleep three was probably the Katrina threes, though. Yeah, that shoe, that shoe is so fire. AKA the the Jordan card. Yeah, the yeah. Jordan card threes. That is a sleeper. Nobody really cared about that like that. That shit is a white. Did you get? Red. Did you get the fragment three T? Yeah, I was able to get those. Yeah. Oh, those those are those are calm. Those are not like crazy. Uh, it's black and white though, so it's kind of like you can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't really mind the yellow one either. It's not too bad. It's yeah, because yeah. every pair went yellow, right? Yeah, it's not too crazy. Like the yellow part is, I don't mind the yellow one a little bit. 
honestly. It gives it like some type of character to it. That's definitely a, a sneaker where you have to use the sneak rejuvenator and clean the bottom of your shoe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those shits is... You wear those, I wore those once. Them shits look crazy. I'm like, damn. Yeah. But T-Mark, thank you for coming through and sharing your story. I didn't know a lot of that. And I, 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 I'm already looking at you in a different light, sir. You're creative man. No, I you put a lot. You put a lot into into what you do. I didn't even know it took that much to what it. Well, when it comes to making the hats, I didn't know it took that much. But uh, it's not just slapping a logo on and calling it a day. It's actually some work and some creative thought and process that has to go behind it. And I appreciate yeah. that for sure. No, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Appreciate y'all inviting me on the show. Finally, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. We, de- we definitely need a part two. Definitely need a part two for a fact. Yeah. We can probably do it when I'm back in the crib and I can show some shit. Yeah. You can see the wall. <laughs> yeah, we could, we could get into that. I know Sneak got a lot of shit, but he only showed the books and shit. That's it. <laughs> he only showed the books. And, you know, I know all of y'all just tapped into the culture and I appreciate y'all inviting me on the show. Yes, sir. Thank you. you Thank you for coming and 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 just, again, just giving us that story. Uh, Jay Yonick signing off. Uh, the man to the right of me, Gallery Department. Sneak bozos. Peace. All right. The man. Hey, with the, Trav, you nerds. <laughs> and T-Mark again. Tell them where they can find you, even though you're famous as hell. T-Mark uh, <laughs> kicks on Instagram with two S's, not one. Uh, Style by T-Mark, uh, NYC.com. That's the website. Uh, drop every Friday on hats. Uh, about to tap into doing some more uh, t-shirt, uh, T-shirts and shorts and stuff like that. And I'm going to just put this out here because it, now it has to happen. Uh, T-Mark and uh, Save Man Con uh, collab coming soon. Oh, there oh. it is. Oh, oh that's happen, it. Right? Now it has to happen. Now it has to happen. Exactly. So I, now I'm, I'm ready. Show. You're ready. You can't not- edit it. You can't delete it. It's live. It's recorded. <laughs> it's got to happen. We're going to make it happen. Definitely aiming for the summer, right? Right, right, Sneak? Thanks. Thanks. for the summer. Thanks. I'm not talking no more, y'all. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs>